Welcome to Unleashed at Work and Home, the show dedicated to helping veterinarians, vet techs, dog trainers, shelter and rescue workers, pet sitters, and all the other animal-crazy pet professionals manage their stress and find more joy. I'm your host, Colleen Pilar, and I'm thrilled you're here with us today. Make sure you hit the subscribe button on your favorite app so that you won't miss a single episode. This episode is brought to you by our free community, the Circle of Resilient and Thriving Pet Professionals. If you like the ideas shared here, then you're invited to continue the conversation with other lifelong learners in the community. You can find out more at colleenpilar.com slash community. It's the perfect place for you to learn cool stuff, feel good, and take action to create the life you love. Come join us. On Saturday, I did a two and a half hour live virtual program on resilience for the members of the Animal Training Academy. We talked about a lot of things. The key takeaways can be boiled down into these three thoughts. First, you are naturally resilient and you can become more resilient. Second, both positive and negative emotions are valuable and should be felt and experienced. And third, the keys for becoming more resilient are basic steps. The basics work, and the basics are work. I'd ask the group for questions in advance, and one question was more common than all the rest. How can I help others be more resilient? That's a great question. Pet professionals are helpers by nature, and when there's a crisis, there's a strong desire to take action, to be helpful, to do something. The question came up again at the end of my session. How can I help others be more resilient? And so I'm sitting there alone in my office having this virtual program, and I wanted my magic wand. I wanted an answer that felt more specific and satisfying. I wanted something that felt tangible and actionable. But the real answer is the best way for you to help others become more resilient is by making yourself more resilient. Let me say that again. The best way for you to help others become more resilient is by making yourself more resilient. That sounds backwards, doesn't it? Surely focusing on yourself is the opposite of helping others? All the research shows, though, that investing in your own personal growth has the greatest community effects, the most powerful benefits. People who are resilient and strong, people who take care of themselves, are better able to care for others. Have you ever worked in a toxic workplace where everyone's at the end of their rope and nobody has enough bandwidth to be consistent, supportive, and empowering for others? Everyone just sort of consoles one another and continues slogging along? Well, unless somebody breaks the pattern, then no one has enough extra to help anyone else. They're all just trying to get through. Negative emotions are normal 
natural, and helpful for a short period of time. Negative emotions have purpose, but positive emotions are the ones that promote helpful pro-social behavior. So we've all heard about fight or flight, which is associated with negative emotions. Our negative emotions make us narrow and focus our attention inward. The positive emotions equivalent of fight or flight is tend and befriend. People who experience more positive emotions are more cooperative, more creative, more trusting and trustworthy. They're more empathetic. They're more generous with their time, money, and other resources. In psychology, this effect is often referred to as the upward spiral. The ripple effects of one person who is strong and wholehearted can never be fully measured. So my answer during the session may have felt, you know, unsatisfying or frustrating to some of the participants. The best way that you can support others in feeling and becoming more resilient is by recognizing we're all naturally resilient and we can become more resilient. By learning to notice, name, and navigate your own emotions, both positive and negative. And by investing time and energy into resilience practices that support your personal growth. By doing that, you'll be able to focus on your own life from a place of personal integrity living your values, and focusing on what really matters to you, what provides meaning and purpose. Are you still not convinced? Let's try a thought experiment. Take a moment to think back over the past two weeks. What's something that someone else did that had a positive effect on you? Hit pause until you've got your answer. I want you to have something specific in mind. Okay, so now you've got an example of something that someone did that had a positive impact. Here's my next question. From the point of view of the person who helped you, do you think their act felt big or noteworthy? Do you think it's something they're likely to remember as significant in six months? Perhaps the answer will be yes. Your example might be something profound and life-changing. But more likely, the example that you came up with was something smaller. It was probably something that had a personal impact on you, but didn't feel like a big deal to the person who did the kind action. It was something that they did because they were able to. Because they were experiencing enough positive emotions that they were able to show up in ways that benefited others. They had enough gas in their tank to not only move themselves forward, but to give you a boost too. So to come back around to the question that so many people asked, how can I help others feel and become more resilient? The best way you can support others in feeling and becoming more resilient is by finding the emotional bandwidth to consistently show up for others in small ways. You can do that by developing your ability to sit with discomfort and understand your emotions. By recognizing the power of self-awareness, which leads to self-compassion, which leads to self-care, 
which starts the cycle all over again. Each time you go through the cycle on your own, you're investing in your own upward spiral of resilience, and you're sharing the tend and befriend effects with the people around you. The ripple effects of this are profound, but subtle. We want to do big things to help, but think back to that example that you shared. Small things are where the magic occurs. The basics work, and the basics are work. So what's one thing that you can do for yourself this week that will help you to feel stronger and more resilient? Tell me in an email or on Facebook. I'm eager to hear your thoughts and to collect ideas that we can share with others. So look, by sharing your thoughts with me, you are helping others feel more resilient. Magic. A small thing that makes a difference for someone else. Leaning inward, looking inward, and giving yourself the room and space to grow is the counterintuitive key to helping others. When you understand the power of the upward spiral and its ripple effects, the facts of the situation don't change, but your experience of it does. You are making a challenging time better for others with the things that you do to support one another. And I thank you for it. Thanks for listening to Unleashed at Work and Home. I invite you to come learn more at colleenpilar.com slash community, where you can be steady, be strong, and be long.